Welcome to the Subscription League, a podcast by Purchasing. Listen to what's working in subscription apps. In each episode, we invite leaders of the app industry who are mastering the subscription model for mobile apps. To learn more about subscriptions, head to subscriptionleague.com. Let's get started. Welcome to the show, everybody. Today, I'm super thrilled because I have Vincent Hart de Keating, uh, CEO at Covalli, who is joining us today. How are you doing, Vincent? I'm really good. Thank you, Olivier. And we also have Jeff, who's fresh back from the US at MAU. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm tired, but I'm great. So happy to be here today. Thanks for waking up for us today. <laughs> so, Vincent, you are today CEO and founder at Covalli, but you're also founder of Homa and publisher of some of the fastest growing apps like Band, which is top 10 in the US. Can you tell us a bit more actually about you know what it takes to publish some of those big apps? Well, the interesting part is that when we start publishing them, they are not yet big. It's our job to turn them into worldwide leaders. And that's exactly what we what we do at Covali, identifying apps with really high potential and turn this potential into worldwide leaders. Cool. So we'll we'll dig into that a little bit more because I, yeah. I want to learn how to do that. I, I've got 25 minutes to learn everything I can from you. But before that, you're actually a brand new dad. You're just back from paternity leave. Yes. Non-technical question. What did you learn about in those last few weeks? <laughs> Well, I, I, I had to remember how to take care of a newborn, which is not <laughs> mm-hmm. always easy, how to deal with the, the lack of sleep. No, but that's uh, it's really wonderful times. I wish it to everyone. And with the proper preparation, mm-hmm. it's uh, completely possible to take a, a couple of weeks off and enjoy those moments, even when you're a CEO of a fast-growing startup. So what I've learned is that actually the Covali team is uh, pretty autonomous now. Nice. <laughs> and it's uh, it's a good thing to realize that operationally you are useless. That's the goal, <laughs> I think, Yes. any CEO. And yeah, taking a bit of time off, taking care of uh, of my kid and family really allowed me also to uh, take a step back on Covali, on the publishing, on the mobile mm-hmm. market, and redefine some top priorities for, for the rest of the year. So that's a really good exercise as well. Uh, it's very good that we remain one of your priority uh, post paternity leave because <laughs> we we did the preparation before you actually uh, been dead for a second time. Congrats, Vincent. Thank you. Thank you very much. Congratulations and welcome to the world, Albert, right? Or Albert, since he's Absolutely. French. Yeah. <laughs> so so back to the topic a little bit. You're, you know, as I said, CEO and founder at Covali. What are the big milestones that brought you there? Like you didn't, you know, just got out of school and founded Covali. So I'm curious what got you there. No, absolutely. So I basically discovered entrepreneurship by accident in Berlin at the end of my studies. I had a chance to work mm-hmm. with a, a great founder called Jan Beckers, who is one of the most successful German entrepreneurs, alongside with Tom, uh, Tim Koshela, uh, founder of Kaizen now, still in the mobile app space. And basically, those guys, they, they made me realize that it was uh, not only great to build startups, but possible without being a Steve Jobs or like an extraordinary genius. Mm-hmm. You just need to have like a, a good idea in a growing market and be able to work three times harder than anyone else, <laughs> which is not the easiest part. But yeah, following this example, after three years working alongside them in Berlin, I created a second company in the digital recruitment area. And then I decided to go back to a more global market when I joined another company in the mobile app space, doing mobile user acquisition. Mm-hmm. And then I, I created a Homa, Homa Games, so a mobile game publisher following the trend of Voodoo, Ketchup in France. 
we had really strong skills in mobile user acquisition. Mm -hmm. So we managed to get the, the other skills that were necessary and created one of the most successful mobile gaming publisher out there. And that's when I reconnected with Damien, my mm -hmm. uh, co-founder and CTO at Kovali. And Damien basically is an expert of uh, non-gaming mobile apps on the tech side. He spent the last 10 years building tools for mobile apps. And he also developed a lot of non-gaming mobile apps on his free time with community of developers. And while I was still managing Oma, he came to me and said, but why do you limit this business model, the publishing business model to games? It has so much potential also outside of gaming. And that's mm -hmm. where like, we decided to give it a shot and to bring the publishing model outside of gaming. And that's why we decided to build Kovali. Awesome. So actually, why don't you tell us, like, what is the role of a publisher? Yeah, it's very simple. The role of a publisher is to enable the app creator to focus on what they do best, mm -hmm. the content and the code of the app, while we take care of the parts that they master a bit less, let's say. Meaning a publisher will take care of the product part. We work on UX, UI design. We'll take care of the app store optimization, like optimize the ASO for any storefront for iOS and Android. We take care of the user acquisition and we pay for everything. The publisher pays for everything. The partner, the app creator, they never pay us. That's very important to understand in the model. And we also manage the monetization, all the A-B tests we can do about the pricing, about the, the subscription length and so on, which is a topic that Jeff knows pretty well. Uh, so basically, you have six pillars to make an app very successful. Content, that's the first one. Without extraordinary content, you cannot have a worldwide leader. Mm -hmm. Code, and those two parts are on the app creator side. And we take care of product, ASO, user acquisition, mm -hmm. and monetization. We pay for everything. We collect the revenues and we share the profits on the long term. Okay, It's very different from an agency that will invoice at the end of the month, regardless of the performance. If a publisher, if Kovali doesn't perform, we don't get paid and it doesn't cost anything to the partner. When we perform, when we generate profits, that's where on the long term we make revenues. Yeah. So that must make you pretty selective about what app you, I don't know what, what, what app you publish, I guess is the term. What criteria do you guys use? Well, on, on this regard, we're a bit like a VC, like an investment fund, you know. We have, in total, I think it's 23 different parameters that we take into account for the selection of the apps. The first ones are related to the app itself. So we are looking basically for extraordinary content in ordinary apps. Mm -hmm. So we have identified a few KPIs related to engagement, relating to session times that will enable us to say, okay, this app has a little something that others don't. And if we manage to leverage this, we can have a really good app. So some criteria related to the app itself. And then a lot of criteria related to the team behind the app. What's the company behind? How many people are they? What's their expertise in terms of content? How many people do they have for content creation? How many people do they have like for coding? What's their track record? Did they already build like very successful mobile apps or not? What's their ambition? Do they really want to be number one or would they be happy with an app that just does like 50k per month? Because mm -hmm. if they're not super ambitious, there is no way the partnership will work. So we look at all this and we look at the fit mm -hmm. between, of course, the Kovali team, the squad that is going to work on the app and their team. Because once an app creator signs with Kovali, mm -hmm. instantly they get a whole team working with them on a daily basis. 
people on UA, on ASO, on product, uh, creatives. We do all the creatives also. Like that's something I didn't mention, but part of the user acquisition is the creatives. We build everything in-house. So if there is a good fit, if we think, okay, it can be a good work mm -hmm. collaboration, then we are willing to sign a contract. What is your ideal partner profile? Company of just below 10 people with a very serious app, a really good expertise in terms of content mm -hmm. and the will to go to the moon. And can uh, indie developer apply? Yes, of course. Of course. Okay. Absolutely. Some examples of the apps that are very successful at the moment. You have some yeah. apps. There are less than five people. Okay. And it's possible to be number one just with a really small team when you work with Covali. Can you give us some uh, some example of apps that you've helped? And um, I'd be curious also to know if they operate in the same app category of operating specific categories yourself or if you are like on every app store category. So we've built a method and technologies that can work on any kind of mobile app. So we are not focused on just one segment of the store. We work mm -hmm. on every potential vertical of the store. This method has worked really well for health and fitness apps. It's really, so we mentioned Bend, number one stretching app worldwide mm -hmm. uh, since a couple of months. We've been working with them. It's an amazing team called Bowery Digital. Yeah, they reached the goal to be number one. Uh, it used to be a team of two, by the way. Now they're a bit more because they can afford it. But uh, <laughs> a very small team at the beginning. We work with really good app in the motivational space called Pep Talk. You're like really expert about motivation. 5,000 pieces of audio and video around motivation. Mm -hmm. If you want like to really be pumped up in the beginning of your day, you can use Pep Talk. It's amazing. And it's one of the only app I know that has a rating above 4.9 on the store with thousands of uh, ratings. This app like People love it. And now we managed to make it like the best motivational app on the store. Uh, we work also with nutrition app, fasting app, like Clear. We work with uh, AI image generation app called Mage AI. Very interesting product. Uh, I don't know. In total, we have like around 15 apps right now in the portfolio. We have fitness apps like WeBurn as well. So it's pretty diverse. That's pretty good. And um, there's a lot of um, of trends on the App Store. What do you feel is going to be the next big trend? Like we had uh, Family Tech, Femtech. These were maybe the last recent waves uh, on the App Store. What, what do you feel is the emerging category or maybe emerging app category on the on the App Store? coming out well it has already emerged but it's just the beginning ai apps so we will mm -hmm. have a brand new generation of apps using ai and we will revisit absolutely all the verticals but uh, with ai powered apps mm -hmm. okay don't you feel like it's going to be like more an os feature to improve each and every screen more than uh, one application no I, I think it will be um, i think it will change a lot the mobile app that we're using maybe not just an os feature take a nutrition app for instance based on your preferences with AI, it's way more simple to have very specific and diverse mm -hmm. uh, menus, uh, recipes, and so on. Uh, it will make it easier for users to access exactly what they need inside apps. So I, I really believe we will have a, a whole new generation of mobile apps powered by AI. Interesting. So you've told us everything that you guys do for apps that you publish and make it sound very appealing and you guys are really doing a lot. So I'm curious about the structure of the contract that is you know the publishing contract because I'm sure you don't do that out of the goodness of your heart, uh, even though maybe you do, but never know. Uh, so what does that usually look like? So it's a um, it's a long term partnership. First of all, it's very important to understand that it's a profit sharing on the duration of the life of the app. Okay, mm -hmm. so if a partner is not willing to share everything and wants to keep control of everything, it's useless to contact us basically. So we have like long term contracts 
the profit sharing is very simple. So we look at all the revenues net from the cut uh, of Apple and Google. We don't take that into account. We deduce the user acquisition cost, a very small percentage of revenues as tool fees because we have lots of technologies. We'll talk about that later. And it gives us like the profits and that's what we share with the partner. So long-term profit sharing contract with very clear responsibilities on both sides. The IP stays with the partner, the app creator. We don't have uh, ambition on the IP. That's their content. That's their code. That's their expertise. Mm -hmm. But the commercial license is uh, for Covali during the term of the contract. Okay. And how roughly, like how much you invest into each app when they, you know, first join you guys? Yeah, well, at the beginning, uh, usually it's small amounts. It will be like a few hundreds per day. And then mm -hmm. uh, our tools will actually change the daily budget by themselves based on the forecasted return on ad spend that we see on the campaigns. Mm -hmm. So it goes from 200 a day to 30, 50K a day. That's where we are right now with some apps. And hopefully, uh, if we do the same podcast in mm -hmm. six months, I will tell you 100K a day. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Basically, basically, our <laughs> tools will increase the budgets if the campaigns are super profitable. If they are not profitable, the tool yeah, will decrease yeah. the budgets and the bids. That's the automation that we've done. Nice, nice. So I'm Olivier. I've got this great application. I've got the will to be number one. I will work seven days a week. Well, maybe not seven days a week, but I will work three times as hard as everybody else. And I finally make it into Covalley. What does the first few weeks look like? So the first week, you will implement all our tools. We will soon have, like in two weeks normally, the Covali SDK where you will be able to integrate everything in just two hours. But for now, it will take you like from two days mm -hmm. to, to one week, depending on your skills. Once all the tools are implemented, our technologies for ASO, for product, for user acquisition, for monetization can work. And from there, the team will establish with you a product roadmap. We identify quick wins. We have a tool that tells us Okay, based on the metrics of this app, that's where mm -hmm. you're strong in comparison to the benchmark. That's where you lag behind. So we use external benchmark, but we use also our internal data of all the apps. So we'll easily tell you, okay, that's where we need to work first. Maybe it's the onboarding. So we'll do a first A-B test. So the way it works is that the product team will define A-B test. So if it's on the onboarding, we'll say, okay, the goal is to get your onboarding completion rate from 60% to 90%. And to do that, we have three different onboardings that we want to test. This is the current one. This is the second one that we've prepared and we send you the screens. And this is the third one that's very different. Maybe we'll have a short, long, medium, I don't know. You implement them in the app. We submit a new version. Our A-B testing technology will dispatch the new users towards those three versions. And our technology will forecast the future lifetime value for each of those versions separately. So after one week, we'll look at the intermediary KPI, what's the onboarding completion rate, and we'll also look at the future lifetime value per version. Basically on your side, from the moment you sign a contract with us till the end, you will work a lot on setting up those A-B tests. We will ask your help from some brainstorming session on the creatives We will, of course, start with kickoff meetings with you and all the teams to understand your vision about the app, to understand what you have tried already, what worked, what didn't work. We will learn also from your past experiences to make sure we don't repeat the same mistakes. We will tell you everything about our method, which is like test and learn every step of the way. For product, you understood with this A-B testing technology, but it's the same for creatives, for user acquisition, for monetization, mm -hmm. for absolutely everything that we do, even in ASO. Our tool will tell us if a change was positive or negative, so we roll back when necessary. 
We test, we measure, we choose the winner, we iterate again, everywhere. And this way, there is only one way your app can go, it's up. <laughs> Fast or more slowly, depending on uh, how successful we are with the test that we propose, but you never go back. Yeah. Uh, so it, it sounds like there's a lot of collaboration and uh, Procter the, the founder of the team, you know, definitely get to participate to all that. I'm curious, like, what are the biggest benefits of having a publisher today for apps? Yeah, but for the app creators, it's like from the moment you sign, you get a team of experts. Like you get like the best guys around for user acquisition, for ASO, for UA. They work on your mm -hmm. app like from one day to the other. Huge benefit. We all know how difficult it is to hire experts in the mobile app space. So imagine like if app creators really have to build the whole team by themselves. Like it's a lot of management, it's a lot of recruitment effort. You're not sure that the guys are really good sometimes if you're not yourself an expert. With Covali, right now, first benefit, you have a team of experts. Second benefit, you access like the best tools of the market. If we think that a tool like Purchasely is necessary to grow and scale the apps quickly, we take Purchasely. And for the app creator, it doesn't cost anything. That's part of what we bring. But on top of that, we have also created the unique technologies. Every time we've identified that the technologies on the market were not doing what we needed, mm -hmm. we created them. So for user acquisition, for instance, we created a tool that fully automates all the marketing campaigns. Fully. Scan or non-scan. So if a campaign is profitable on Facebook, the tool will increase the budget and the bids. If the tool identifies that for some keyword on Apple Search Ads campaign like performs well, it will increase. It will decrease also the bid for the keywords that don't bring a high LTV. The tools, they make thousands of changes on a daily basis. They work on Facebook, on Google, on Apple Search Ads, on Applovin, on TikTok, Snapchat, everything you can imagine. Like it's plugged, it works, and it's mm -hmm. smart. So those tools, like if you want to, to have them, you have to work with Covali today. So a team, expertise, technology, and funding. We say it's the fourth, but it's very important for some app creators that are actually really good already in terms of product. They have a good product. They just need to scale it. And they don't have the money to invest 30k per day in user acquisition. It's one of the things that we bring as well. Okay, let's say that you've worked great with Olivier and made this app champion category, champion. Well, what's what's what are the next steps? I mean, uh, what what if you want? Well, is it possible to make an exit after that? What um what are the typical uh, way of for an app editor to um, move on to the next step? What are what are these next steps? Yeah, so if the will of the app founder is to sell the app at some point, mm -hmm. we have something that makes it possible in the agreement. We would, of course, take a piece. So we mm -hmm. are the goal with the publishing is that we are always aligned with the app creator. We should always have the same goals. If we have a discrepancy in terms of goals, it's not good. We see that with agencies, like if they are not rewarded with the performance, they might do something that's not super useful for the app, but they get paid anyway. The goal with the publishing is that really we give the power back to app creators. That's why we created mm -hmm. Covali. So if at some point the ambition of the app creators is to sell the app, well, we make it possible. We just make sure that Covali also benefits from the sale of the app, which makes sense because we've worked <laughs> really hard. Imagine if you're uh, Olivier, because we we have this example with your app. Amazing app, by the way. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's really good app. Yeah. I should just retire. Talk about that after well, the podcast. We'll put the link in the, in, in the episode. <laughs> but im imagine that we are your co-founder. Mm -hmm. A choice of working with Covali, it's like the choice of a co-founder. It's a very important one. And 
if you exit, your co-founder will have something, of course. Great. Uh, we spoke a lot about different tools to assess the potential of an app and also to make it grow later. While preparing this episode, we discussed a lot about how you guys have built some impressive tools to help uh, grow the apps that you publish. Can you tell us a little bit more about them and what motivated you? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So what motivates us? So we know that to be successful, we need to be really strong in terms of tech because we can be successful as an app publisher only if a small team at Covali can handle a large number of apps. To do that, we bet on two things, forecasting technologies and automation technologies that are plugged together. We need to completely master the data in every aspect and use this data to make smart decisions. What we have seen is that for ASO, for user acquisition, for product, we have some pretty amazing tools out there, but they are limited in the sense that they give you some data, but they don't tell you what to do and they don't do themselves. They are good support. They are like data provider. If you look at ASO tools, most of the ASO tools, they will tell you, okay, you rank well on this keyword that has a lot of volume and not a lot of competition. Okay, great. What do I do with that? So for instance, on ASO, we created a tool that will take all this data and then that will say, okay, for this app now in the US, you need to change the title. You need to put this keyword in the title. You need to put this one in the subtitle. And that's the new list of keywords you should use. Okay. And going further, the tool will automatically generate a, a title that makes sense in any language and push it directly to the store. So let's say you don't have an army of people to do the app store optimization in Korea, in, in Thailand, in all the, the countries. Like we already have 15 apps, iOS, Android, that's 30. We are present in 25 countries for each of them. You see already it's complicated. You need already a lot of people to be extremely precise in all those countries. And our goal is to be extremely precise in all those countries. But that's why we use smart technologies that will automatically update the ASO in all the storefronts with a really good level of uh, precision. It's really good what the tool does. So that's an example on, on, on the ASO side. On user acquisition, I've told you that it already updates all the marketing campaigns at the highest level of granularity. So for Apple search ads, it will update at the keyword level. For Facebook, well, it will update at the ad set or campaign level. For Applovin or Unity or Iron Source, it will update at the publisher level. It's extremely precise in all the countries for all the campaigns every day. So in some companies that we know, some competitors, they have five to 10 people in the user acquisition team for one app. At Covali, we have one UA manager for five to 10 apps and we are above them in terms of uh, volume and, and profits. Our bet, it's really like building smart technologies that will enable us to be very precise without an army of people. That's what we are doing. Hmm. And how do you feel like AI and generative AI wave that is coming to us is going to make these tools evolve? Well, we are already uh, for some tools using some uh, AI components. Like generating keywords or descriptions? For the ASO tool that I mentioned, once we know exactly which keywords we have to use in a title or a subtitle, so the AI today cannot tell us, okay, you should use this title or everything. They, they don't have all the mechanisms and so on. Maybe it will yeah. come in a few years or before that, we'll see. But once we have the exact words that we want for every language, an AI can build a title in less than 30 characters that actually makes sense in the language. Because to be honest, I don't speak Korean really well. Yeah, we, we do have Bomi in our team that speaks Korean pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have no one in the team that speaks Korean. But by the way, wow. we have like 18 nationalities now in the team. So we also yeah speak many languages. 18, wow, that's pretty good. 
pretty yeah, good. Yeah, very international team. It's a global market. You know it. It doesn't have uh, really boundaries. Definitely. So it makes sense from the beginning to be a very international team on our side. And so you mentioned that you have 15 apps published today in the store, iOS and Android. I'm sure you've done a lot of learning around monetization for mobile apps at this point. Any top of mind things that you could share with us? Yeah, I would say the first thing is that uh, personalization, customization at the user level mm -hmm. works every time. So a very basic thing, let's take the example of Pep Talk, for instance, the motivational app I mentioned earlier. If during the onboarding, people tell us that they are big fans of Oprah Winfrey from motivational content, mm -hmm. well, on their home screen, they will see Oprah. Basic, efficient. And you can always use like some of the information provided by the user, either actively providing information during the onboarding or just by the way mm -hmm. they use the app. You can use this to customize their experience. In the app, it always leads to more engagement and higher lifetime. Interesting. We keep hearing that one. Yeah. So you need to be able to segment very precisely mm -hmm. the users. For that, you need, of course, like to really master the data. You need to know exactly what's going on in your app. You need really strong analytical tools, and then you need to know how to act with them. Cool. You've given lots of value so far, and I'm sure people will want to learn some more. So if they want to learn more uh, about Covali and potentially partner with you guys, where can they go? Covali.app, the website, you have a big button, top right, partner with us. We would really, really happy <laughs> to, uh, to discover your mobile app and see uh, how we can help you making it number one. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was really nice to ask you all this question and discover more about the publishing model. So it was really awesome. Thank you again. Thanks a lot, Olivier. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Vincent. On behalf of the Purchasely team, thank you for listening to the Subscription League podcast. If you've enjoyed what you heard, leave us a five-star review on iTunes or other audio platform. To find out more about Purchasely and how we can improve your subscription business, visit Purchasely.com. Please hit subscribe in your podcast player and don't miss any future episodes. You can also listen to previous episodes at subscriptionleague.com. See you soon.